Hey everyone, this is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you are enjoying the Bumps and Thumbs podcast. In order to continue to run the podcast and get guests on the show, we need support from people like you. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Once you are there, you'll have options to select from to make a monthly contribution. Your support will help us get on wrestling stars that require financial compensation. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and enjoy the podcast. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is the ring announcer for Mid-States Wrestling and an avid wrestling fan. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Ryan Pilkington. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Hey, anytime. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity. I hope I said your name right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Awesome. 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 All right. So, you know, if you're watching this, you can see Ryan's wall uh, <laughs> behind him there. And uh, before we came out, he was talking about him and his grandma uh, collecting figures and things. And that's just what you say, 2% of your collection. Yes. So, this is a, a small portion of my classic superstars collection. And it, yeah. it, it's, it's numerous walls, but this wall behind me is it's uh, a lot of autograph pieces. A lot of guys that are no longer with this Piper. Um, there's a lot of good names up here. Jake yeah. Roberts, Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Rows of these, rows of these are signed, but most of my favorites are behind me here. So yeah. I have a, a pretty good selection. And I said, I'm going with these, so. Yeah, looks great. Mine, Thank you. Mine is minuscule to yours, but that's okay. So, <laughs> all right, so. You got, some, you got some good stuff in there. I, I appreciate it, yeah. Uh, you, do. I do. you do. I do. Thank you. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, growing up, you're from Springfield, Missouri. So yes. let's talk about how you, uh, growing up in, in the Springfield area, uh, kind of what you did and some of your schooling, things like that, getting involved in wrestling. How, how did, how did it all start from your childhood? Talk about that a little bit, if you would, please. Um, honestly, um, it's crazy. You know, uh, my real dad, I, he, he passed away when I was 21, but we only watched one hour of wrestling ever together. Hmm. Um, we were working out of town and we, we had watched it in a motel. So, I can't really say, you know, it was me and my dad, but my mom had remarried uh, and my stepdad at the time, he used to take me to the Shrine Mosque mm-hmm. um, early, early 90s. Um, the good WCW air, the blue and yellow ring, Cactus Jack, Two Cole Scorpio, Ricky Steamboat. Uh, who else they have? Van Hammer. A lot yeah. of them good, good classic names. And uh, I just remember going all the time. The one little light over the ring. I, I, I remember, uh, I believe it was Brian Pillman. 
he had something in his trunks and, you know, I was at the age to where I believed everything that I was seeing. Yeah. And, uh, I think about, about that time, um, is when, when I really latched onto it, um, seeing Hogan and warrior at WrestleMania six, like everybody that was my age was a Hulk Hogan fan. And, yeah. uh, I wouldn't say I wasn't a Hogan fan, but to me, warrior was just awesome. The colors, he, he was just crazy. Um, yeah. so that, that really stuck out. But I mean, just, I remember setting backstage with Perry Saturn and him telling me that he was Perry Saturn. I was very young mm-hmm. and didn't really know much about him. And then years later, of course, the stuff with the flock um, yeah. and, and stuff like that. I was like, wow, like I, I remember this guy. And, you know, as I've got older, I, I've stayed with it and used to do the Monday Night War stuff where we'd have multiple yeah. TVs in the house and each yeah. one's recording or somebody else in the, you know, in the house is watching a, a different channel. We're relaying stuff, but my whole yeah. family, my mom, um, and, and my stepdad, uh, they got into wrestling for a long time. Um, so it, it went from like something I love to just something that it's just what I do. It's, it, it's every day. Uh, if I'm not working, you know, I'm probably out at a Walmart or a target looking for figures or me and my son's on YouTube watching wrestling or, I could be chatting with somebody like you. So um, wrestling is yeah. just something I love. I refer to people all the time as I'm 38. I'm, I'm pretty much a wrestling nerd. I was as a kid. I still am. I probably yeah. will be when I'm 70. Um, <laughs> but I love it, and it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it since I was a child as well, and that was, you know, 70s into the 80s uh, when you had a lot more of the regional promotions then. So, um, understand I'm a Hulk Hogan guy, as you can see, if you can watch in the back, I got the big figure and Ric Flair. Um, so that's great. I, you said the shrine mosque, you know, I remember going to the shrine mosque. I took my son there a few times and the, and the one, the little dangling light above the ring, he brought that. I remember yeah. that as well, you know, and, uh, there was a TNA event actually. It was probably about 12 years ago now, but yes. Yeah, I, the, the dangling good, light. Had some good TNA events at the Shrine. Yeah, they had a couple that were they were outstanding. I think they had Generation Me versus Motor City Machine Guns, yeah. if I'm correct, at the one I went to. And I've got Saban's tag. It's laying around here on one of these tables. But yeah. uh, one of the Bucks spit on it. Somehow or another, they threw it at me. I caught it. Then I met Saban and Shelley, and then he signed it. It's a weird story about it, but. I've got it laying around here somewhere. Those are good shows. Yeah, they were. Uh, That's when, uh, when I went, it was uh, aces and eights was uh, the fashion then. And, uh, you know, Jeff Jarrett, I bought it. I didn't sell out all that. Uh, Yeah. So it was good times. I remember it. So, yeah. So let's talk about you getting involved in the business. All right. You're even, even, you know, if you're watching this folks, he's got his, looks like his announcing attire on him right now. Cause that's what he usually, what he wears when he's in the <laughs> ring there announcing the matches. Um, how did you, how did that all come about with you? Well, I've, I've been around, you know, I've met just about every, every promoter in the area and, and every independent wrestler and in, in a certain state radius over the years, just being a fan. Mm-hmm. And um, I've known Jason for a long time. And, um, 
you know, we were just talking one night at the gym and I said, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'd like to try ring announcing. And, uh, you know, he's, he said, you know, we'll talk about it and, uh, never really heard anything from him, uh, for a couple of weeks. And then, uh, he messaged me one day and said, Hey, um, would you like to ring announce? And I said, I sure would. And it was the Bobby Eaton tribute show. Ah, okay. So for me to like break in, I can normally deal with pressure pretty good. Um, especially in the ring. Um, I have no problem being in front of people. Um, but just knowing the situation with Bobby, um, mm-hmm. I had followed him in, in TCW for years. A buddy of mine, Michael Melton, he was a cameraman uh, for TCW. And we were going all the way down to Mississippi. And my son was riding with us. I mean, everywhere I go, I take my son. And uh, we just, uh, some of the interactions that that Trey, my you know, Trey's my son, um, that he had with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby just became one of them guys at the show that, uh, I don't know, tr- my son always interacted with him. Uh, he was, he was very genuine. He became kind of like a regular, you know, just somebody that you were seeing more. I, we were seeing him more than, than some, than I see some of my brothers, you know, just going to so many shows and, um, some of the stuff that him and Brian Thompson were doing was awesome. But when Jason said, you know, um, would you like to do this? I was like, I was kind of puzzled at first, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. And, uh, so for my first show, I think that was a, that was a, a pretty cool way to kick it off. Yeah. Um, I'm so grateful for, for the opportunities that Jason's gave me. He's, he's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. Guy. It's funny. I, I just did a podcast with, uh, the Iceman, uh, last Friday. And, uh, he speaks very highly of Jason as well. And, uh, you know, when I went to that promotion, that was my first show at Florida States was the Bobby Eaton uh, Memorial Invitational. And uh, it was a great show. Um, I was really, actually, I'll be honest, I was surprised at how uh, good it was. And I don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way. I just mean it was put on very good, very first class, you know, from, the pre-show and all the wrestlers were out there signing things, talking, interacting with the fans, uh, to yourself, to, uh, I mean, it was just all very well ran and organized. And I went back, uh, the next month, uh, when Jimmy Hart was there and, uh, same thing, you know, and Jimmy Hart, you know, I thought it was going to be like, here, I'll sign your thing real quick and move on. But actually, Jimmy Hart talked to us, my son and I, I brought one of my sons. He talked to us for probably five minutes, you know, no problem. Uh, just said it was it was cheap. And he actually signed two items, signed that poster that's behind me there. And uh, his his uh, photo, which is behind me as well. And took a picture of me and my son. because I thought it was just going to be, you know, one. He goes, no, get him in here. And I'm like, OK, cool. So it was great, uh, and I don't mean to talk on, but it was your guys' promotion there at Mid-States. You're both in Springfield, and you do shows in Harrison. They're just – they're great. I mean, I can't say enough about them. They're, uh, they're both great, um, but some of these I'm, – I'm a Springfield guy, so I'm, I'm not going to be biased to Springfield, but I will say these last couple shows in Springfield, um, the sellout crowds, the crowds mm-hmm. are hot, and it's really good to see that because mm-hmm. we've had some other – 
I guess you could say independent companies uh, mm -hmm. in the area come around over the years. And just about the time you think, you know, they might make a little bit of noise, it, it fizzles out. And mm -hmm. uh, it's good to see the turnout that we get here in Springfield. The same in Harrison. Um, it seems like it's a really good, loyal fan base mm -hmm. um, and a good rotation of talent. So, yeah, I have a blast doing it. Yeah, you guys look like you have fun. That's the best part of it all is that uh, it looks like every the, the crew and, and the wrestlers, uh, they all enjoy it and the fan base. There's a lady down there, an older lady with the Grandma Hulkster shirt. I can't remember. Granny Hulkster. Granny Hulkster, yes, that's her. Her name yeah. is Lori, Lori Burt, Granny Hulkster. She's awesome. Yeah, I actually saw her in Dallas at RussellCon uh, back at the end of April. So I said hello to her. And uh, anyways, yeah, you guys got such a good fan base there as well. And, and every time I've been there, it's it's full house. Uh, so how do you like the as far as the ring announcing? I know that's kind of new for you, but you enjoy it. But what's it like the traveling going back? You know, you're in Springfield, but I mean. Harrison, because you guys get out of there kind of late, and then yeah. I don't know if you stay there or drive back, and, and uh, is that kind of a take a well, toll on you? Or you bring your family with you, or how do you do all that? Well, mo like I said earlier, most of the time uh, it's been this way ever since he was born. Uh, yeah. When when my son my son would always kick my wife's stomach every time he heard Kurt Angle's music in two thousand and five. <laughs> which is weird. The first wrestler he ever met was Kurt Angle at a TNA event in the Shrine Mosque when he was one. We got a picture of, of oh, Angle wow. holding him. Uh, everything, everywhere I go, wrestling. Yeah. I've only been to one wrestling event since he's born. He's almost 17 that he has not been to, and that's because he was wrestling for, for high school uh, state series, you know, in a tournament. Okay. And uh, so he, he goes with me everywhere. So we do uh, – We've been doing a lot of Harrison and Salem Springs, Bentonville, Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, um, we'll we'll stay every now and then. But most of the time, I mean, we go, we do the show. It's we ride back. But he's uh, we call ourselves the Road Warriors, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Most of the time, though, I try. It, it seems like I end up trying to keep him awake, and he's there to try to keep me awake. But oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's teenagers. That's what they. Yeah, that's what they do, right? Yeah. What other, uh, you know, mid-states, what other promotions have you uh, gone to? Like for me, I can tell you, I've been to World League Wrestling up in Troy, Harley Races, late Harley Races uh, promotion uh, around here. Uh, is there any other ones you've been to? Uh, yeah. So as of right now, I've done 10 shows as far as ring announcing. I'm, a, I'm about five and a half, six months uh, into my journey so far. Mm -hmm. and I've been able to do three states and three companies. Oh, wow. So, I, of course, I announced for uh, Mid-States Wrestling. Uh, this weekend, I will be ring announcing for Crown Championship Wrestling. It will be in Salem, the community building. Uh, okay. I believe built on seven. Um, so I, I'll be doing Crown Championship, and then the following weekend on the 28th, I will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, doing ring announcing for WFC Wrestle for a Cause. And it's an event called Fandetta. And okay. Sam Stackhouse will be in the building. So I'm kind of looking forward to 
getting a call Sam Stackhouse. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So let's talk a little bit, you know, you're just talking about your announcements uh, over the, you're going this weekend. What is that like family time? I mean, I know you said you bring your son everywhere. I mean, uh, but you know, your spouse, your wife, uh, other things you do. I mean, obviously you have a day job. What is that kind of like for you as far as your scheduling? And is that kind of sometimes like put you in a pickle or? Well, lucky, luckily for, I'm a roofer. Uh, so, um, it, it hasn't, I, how can I say it? I roof part-time. Okay. And then I also, I, I've been selling toys now for five or six years. I, yeah. I used to work for a roofing company and I decided that I was making more selling toys than I was roofing. Yeah. So I went out and I started uh, selling toys, die cast, action figures, pop vinyls. I mean, you name it. Um, and then I just started taking, you know, the work that I was getting and kind of balancing it. Mm -hmm. So with that, it's kind of created a freedom for me to where I'm able to travel a little bit more. I can kind of create my own schedule. Um, and I try, I also try not to overwhelm myself. So the last couple of weeks, um, the last couple of weekends I've took off. So what I I've noticed that I've done the last couple of times is I'll do like a three to six show or three to five show, like spurt, like three weeks, week off, maybe two weeks, and then chill out a couple weeks, then hit something similar to that again. Okay. Um, so just maybe so I, I'm, I'm new to it and uh, I have a blast, but I also don't want to jump in and maybe uh, go further than I need to be and stress myself out. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, uh, remembering all the belts for all the organizations or, uh, you know, each promotion, um, just remembering everything. Um, I think for being in it six months, um, working the three, the three promotions that I do, that's kind of, uh, my plates full. Yeah. So I don't really want to push myself overboard and drive myself crazy with it because, uh, I love it too much. So, yeah, no, I understand. (laughs) I'll tell you what, well, the first time you did it was at the first, my first event and you did it. No problem. I thought you were, I thought you've been doing it for years. So <laughs> you're doing you. really well with it. So I, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's, that's, that's wonderful. Let me ask you this. Uh, you've said you've met a lot of wrestlers over the years. Who is probably one of the most uh, most memorable ones that you've met and interacted with that you can think of? Well, man, I know there's a lot. There is I'm, one that really stands out for me is I, I guess you could say I met him, but it was at a an impact wrestling event. It was in Joplin, Missouri. It okay. was at the Memorial Hall. Um, my son was about six and Abyss was everything. Abyss used to, you know, do that stuff like this. Yeah. And he'd like want to grab his hair. Well, I used to have to tell my son, you know, don't don't pull your hair out. Do it. But don't <laughs> pull your hair out. But he, he loved Abyss. And he'd always run around and do the monster Abyss thing. And uh, we won the – I won the loudest fan award. It was like something that Jeremy Borash was giving away. And it was like a backstage VIP thing. So we won it. And uh, we came around there. It was kind of dark. 
there was like a group of me and him and maybe 10 others. And we came around the corner and there stood abyss in the dark. And my son just kind of looked, kind of grabbed my leg and kind of like looked up at him. And I was like, you know, it's okay. And then abyss just leaned down. He's like, you know who I am. And uh, Trey played, you know, along with it or whatever and did the pose. But um, that night we met abyss and the Dudley boys. And uh, I have a picture with my son and the Dudley boys. That is uh, we have tons of photos, but it's, it's yeah. priceless. And uh, Abyss reached down into his bag and grabbed a mask and pulled it out and signed it and gave it to him. And it's actually oh, wow. hanging up here. It's hanging up here from the ceiling. It's an event signed one. Um, That's awesome. So for me, I, I always thought that 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 was pretty cool uh, yeah. because there for a second, it almost seemed that Trey was a little terrified, like, wow, Abyss <laughs> is really here. And he's he standing right here. But uh Chris Parks is a he's he's a stand up guy for that and uh, that's yeah. just some that's one that always stands out to me so yeah, a bit. yeah. I will say you know I've met some guys uh, in the past they've always I've only met one person that I didn't care for and this was probably fourteen years ago uh, Batista was uh, then uh, I was at a WWE event in Syracuse New York I was stationed at Fort Drum then and I took my son. And it's like cold as ice. I mean, he just looked at you, signed the thing, move on. I, I said, can we get a picture? No. And just cold. I'll never forget that. Um, it, it was, yeah. We had an experience like that, and it was Austin Aries. And uh, that was actually at another Impact Wrestling event that was in Joplin at the Memorial Hall. And uh, he signed a figure for us and stuff, but he was just, uh, he yeah. definitely wasn't playing Hill or anything at the time. But yeah, uh, yeah it was, uh, that one really sticks out. And I've, I've been asked that question a lot of times, but yeah, I've never really had everyone I've normally met in the business yeah. so far. And even working with, I haven't really ran into anybody that's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. and, I'll, and I'll tell you one of the best ones I ever met was actually a couple. It was uh, Jim Brunzel and Greg Gagne, the original High Flyers. I went to an event up in uh, Milwaukee last fall, and it was a great event, Crusher Fest. And those guys were there. I had interacted with them a little bit over social media, but I met up with them. Fantastic. Nicest guys, you know. And for the most part, most of the guys I've ever interacted with are nice. You know, they'll talk to you a few minutes sign your thing and, and, uh, but they'll interact with you. They just, like I said, the one person that just kind of signed it and shoved it on was let's go. I was really surprised and upset about it. And, uh, but anyway, so it's, it's, it's really amazing. Like, uh, you know, what some of them do, like when we met Kofi Kingston, it was probably like 25 degrees outside. Mm. My son, yeah, I mean, ever since the Jamaican days or whatever it was, yeah. uh, of Kofi Kingston, my son's been a huge Kofi Kingston and Dustin Rhodes fan, like forever. Like if you went into his room, you'd be like, wow, you've never seen so much gold dust, Dustin Rhodes and Kofi Kingston stuff. It's, yeah. it's weird. Um, but it was like 25 degrees. We normally don't stand outside the arena after events. And we did. We seen a couple like walking here and there and, uh, everyone was leaving and Kofi Kingston pulled up. He was just in shorts and like a, 
a little tank top. It was freezing, and he got out and and, and signed autographs and and did pictures wow. and stuff. And that one was that one was actually a really cool one um, yeah. because we had just chased Kofi so long. It seemed like all these events that we were going to and. Yeah. Uh, we could never like he wouldn't show up card subject to change. And then I finally got him to the Royal rumble, uh, 2012 in St. Louis. Yeah. And that's when Kofi Kingston walked on his hands, but. Oh yeah, that's right. That was was real big. That was real big for my son. Me and my wife has a picture of him where he's real little and he's sitting over there doing the countdown and just like freaking (laughs) out. That's great. He was a good guy. He, he, He was real nice. So. Yeah, I will. Like I said, most of them, for the most part, are really nice. So, all right, a couple more questions, and we'll let you go. Um, there's an event for you said coming up this weekend for you. Now, the one in uh, Springfield, I believe it's June 25th uh, for Mid States. Um, I'm sure you're going to be there. Uh, do you know anything about that card right now? As far I know, it's subject to change, but I any. I, only thing that I know of right now that, that I know for sure is Luke Langley, Colton Vaught, okay. the Reedman. Um, and that's, that's honestly all I know. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk to you about a tag team in there that I really enjoy. And that's uh, toxic masculinity, the Johnnies. Yeah. I, I love those guys. I think they're great. Um, they bring a, you know, that heel, but yet they're funny. Yes. A persona to their matches. Um, what's your take on those guys? I love both of them. They're, they're both kind of like, uh, they're kind of like older wrestling brothers to my son. Yeah. Um, they're, they're both great guys. I, and they're both, they're so like they're dynamic as a tag team. Yeah, but like in, yeah. Their own, in, in their own individual skills, like, uh, for example, Dynamite, he's kind of a he's the bruiser. Mm-hmm. Lightning, lightning is the uh, how can I say it? He's more the flamboyant, the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does, does the hands. He, he's trying to get under your skin. He's more of the uh, I guess I don't even know how to say it, but. You yeah. put them together and, and they complement each other so well. It's just yeah. uh, lightning kind of seems more like the high flyer kind of showman type guy. And, and, and dynamite's more of like the, uh, he jokes around, but he's a bruiser. Yeah. Um, but they're he's both the muscle. Talented. They're both talented. I yeah. will say this, Johnny lightning likes putting his hands. He's, I think he's put his hand on this tie once already he likes uh <laughs> he really likes my ties in the ring so i i think they're great um they are a great uh combination as far as their chemistry with each other uh their chemistry in the ring they're they're probably one of my they are one of my favorite tag teams in fact i think they, go ahead oh i was gonna say they they definitely they pay their dues and they're they're everywhere they're you know, they're in, they do stuff for WFC, for crown championship, for mid States and, and a ton of other places. Um, but I mean, their ring gear, they're constantly switching up ring gear. Uh, they do great promo work. Yeah. Um, you know, they're constantly trying new stuff. Um, you know, as far as like marketing themselves, 
I mean, I, as you can tell, and, and I told these guys, like, I buy wrestling stuff all the time and I have ever since I was old enough to buy stuff. Yeah. And they're like, when you go to the event, their, their merchandise table is, it's unbelievable from like ring worn gear and autographs, you know, uh, stuff that's in frames signed and they're designing their own shoes and they have their own, uh, their own fan club and they just offer a lot of stuff that, I haven't yeah. seen anybody else really, I guess I'm, you could say the independent circuit do it. And I think they're really onto something. And yeah. it's one of those things you, you know, uh, you can't hate them, you know, you want to, you no. want to hate them, yeah. but you can't, they're just, uh, you know, you, you could put them against any baby face, the best baby faces, yeah. but they're still going to get chairs because they're, they're just so good in ring. I mean, with yeah. their in-ring work, yeah, I are. like watching them. I have a blast. Uh, we normally chat before the shows and we see each other at training and, and stuff all the time. And uh, yeah, they, both of those guys have always been good to me and my family. So yeah. I will say that they've yeah. been good people. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have them on here. So I'm going to try to get them on here. You know, I think they're great. Um, under, I think they are um, probably one of the highlights of mid-states right now as far as a team. They are so good to me, I think. I, I haven't seen a team like that with their chemistry, their marketing, uh, their skill sets, their, their talking on the mic in quite a while. And it's, it's very refreshing. So if you see them, tell them. They're doing a great job for me. So I'd appreciate it. So, all right. All right. Let's talk about you. Have you ever been in the ring as a wrestler? Um, I've been training. I'm still, I'm still taking bumps. Um, okay. I don't get, I came to the realization, like I've, I've been roofing for, I think it was like over 15 years. Last time I counted, I started at 18 and I really full-time quit about 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to lie, years of roofing has not been kind to me. As much as I want to tell myself, yeah, we're going to get in here and wrestle. Uh, yeah. I still, I'm still getting in there and, and I'm working. Uh, one goal of mine is uh, give it about another year, um, maybe two years. Hopefully my son will be in the business. I want to be yeah. able to go enough. I want to be able to go enough to where uh, we can at least tag team. That'd be awesome. Um, once or twice um he's told me because we've always planned on getting him in the business and it's something that we've been working on now for over 12 years just with him yeah and um yeah that's that that seems to be the goal is get in there maybe get a match or two um maybe you know use the you know maybe the announcer is getting beat up and and yeah Maybe the boy has to come out to save him, you know, or something like that. Who knows what, what'll happen. Yeah. Um, but I came to the realization, like, I love ring announcing. I, I tried it that first time. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I was just nervous. Then I did it like, the second, the third and fourth time. I've, I've fully embraced it. Like, I actually like it. Like, I've, yeah. I've invested in, in the suits, the shoes, the ties. The I'm trying yeah. to go everywhere that I can. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I'm still bumping. Actually, this this last session that I went to, it put more hurt on me uh, than ever, you know. And everybody gets that that assumption of, oh, it's a, it's pro wrestling. It's 
Um, yeah, it's fake. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I try to explain to people, you know, if uh, if you're in an MMA fight and a guy comes across the ring to throw you, okay, yes, he's he's going to throw you. But the thing is, is you're going to 100 percent defend yourself from being thrown. Yeah, pro wrestling. If you're going to take a power bomb, you got to come over here. You got to be willing to take that power bomb. It's, yeah, you know, and 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 it's different. You, it's trusting the other person. It's trusting yeah. yourself, being athletic enough, uh, being fit, and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely something. Uh, yeah. yeah, you don't just get used to it uh, right out of the gate. But I, I still give it a try uh, here and there, and. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the goal for me. I don't see uh, uh, me having a pro wrestling career. I could I could see myself doing ring announcing, maybe uh, some color commentating. Yeah. Um, I love talking about wrestling, so yeah. I, I could do that all day long. Yeah, at my age, you know, probably twenty years ago, I might have or twenty five. I mean, I'm I'm up there now, but uh, now if I ever wanted to get involved, either a ring announcer like yourself. Maybe a referee. I might take a you know a bump as far as hitting me and I fall and oh, you know something like that. But yeah, I uh, I applaud you though. I mean, like I said, you've done great work. Every time I'm there, you sound like you've been doing it for years. So, all right, one last question. Uh, you got some events coming up. Why don't we uh, talk about that? Uh, you said this weekend you're going where? I'm going to Salem Springs, Arkansas, Crown Championship Wrestling. Okay. Uh, I'm just now really getting the information on the new company. I believe it's crownprotickets.com. It's okay. at the community building this Saturday. Um, I know that Chief Atakulakula is going to battle uh, Big Joe Helms. Um, there's another match too, and I can't think of it right now off the top of my head. But there, there, it's a great card. I know there's an eight-man tag match that's going to be happening. Toxic okay. masculinity, Jason Jones, Duke Cornell, um, Tim Rockwell, the natural-born villain, Thrash, Big Chief Atakula Kula. There's somebody else in there. It may, it may be Luke Langley. Don't, don't quote me on that. But go to Crown, <laughs> Crown Championship Wrestling. They, they've yeah. got a big card set up. Yeah. Um, and then the following weekend, WFC, um, that's going to be in Tulsa on the 28th okay. at the Hope Event Hope Event Center. Um, and it's Fandetta. So as of right now, I don't really – I know a few matches. I don't know the stipulations. It's, they let the fans vote okay. online. Oh, that's cool. So I'll know more that day. There you go. <laughs> so I'll, know, I'll know just maybe – a couple of hours before everyone else does. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, I, I know I have Harrison on the 11th. Uh, yeah. 20th anniversary show. Oh. Mid States wrestling. Oh, so. all right. I might have to come check that out. I'll be at the one for sure in Springfield on June 25th. Uh, I'm going to take my grandson. He's 11 years old, so um, I'm allowed now to take him. He's not going to beat up his brothers and stuff. I have to have a little talk with him about it. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Mr. Ryan Pilkington for coming on today. Ryan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And fans, if you're listening, thank you. If you're watching, thank you. 
and please subscribe and we will talk to you soon.